Welcome to the Gen Z Show, the only show dedicated to young leaders and those who work with them to create a positive revolution that will inspire this generation to impact future generations. With your host, James McLean. Welcome to our show today, to our podcast this week. Listen, we don't do this very often. And I say we don't do this very often, but if you listen to last week's episode, you see that I interviewed someone that we had interviewed before. And if you go back to our videos at the same time that we interviewed Rich Grogan in that uh, spring of, of 2001, you're going to see two awesome people, Jeff Hagee and Tammy Matheny, just rivered some truth bombs to us during that time. Well, they have partnered together now and are doing something incredible. And I just wanted to bring them back, not only because I think uh, what they have to offer is great value, but just because I really like them and I want to talk to them some more. So let's bring our friends back to the stage, Tammy and Jeff. Hey guys, how are y'all doing? Good. Thanks for having us, James. Well, thank you guys for agreeing to be back on here with me. Not many folks want to come back on and talk to me for a second <laughs> time. They figure once is enough in their life. It's hurt their image enough. So uh, so for the people who are just joining us, who maybe have not heard the previous episodes, how about you guys just giving a, a just a brief introduction of who you are uh, so that uh, they'll be brought up to speed? Go ahead, Tammy. I'm, I'm Tammy Matheny. I'm a mental game coach, author, and member of the John Gordon team. Um, I say I have the best job in America. I get to work with athletes and coaches and teams to help create more confident, positive mindsets. My name is Jeff Hagee, and I'm in Gilbert, Arizona. I work with athletes and entrepreneurs, and which... I was actually talking to someone about it yesterday. I said, what more could I ask for? The, my two favorite people to be working with, athletes and entrepreneurs. So I'm kind of like, Tammy, I, I have the best job in the world. So now we've well, partnered together to create the best program. <laughs> well, that's that's one of the things that I, that I have valued about my friendship with you, Tammy, is you connected with me to Jeff um, and and made that connection as, as we are all trying to to help you thrive. And you guys have been working with that. And so you guys have started a, a program together. Tell me, tell our audience a little bit about what you guys have done. Jeff, this was your mastermind. So I'm going to let you take the floor here. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, what? Um, what you just said, Tammy connected us together. I actually started an incredible spreadsheet of the people that Tammy has connected me to because <laughs> that list was getting so big and she has connected me to some of the most amazing people. And so that's something I really appreciate about Tammy. And, you know, one of the things that I created, a, I guess it's been a couple of years is a program I called the confident athlete program. Well, there's a couple of things that have happened over the last little while that kind of brought all this together. One of them was Tammy reached out to me one time and said, Hey, I don't know what it would look like or what it is, but, are you interested in doing something together? And that's one of those questions that it's just an automatic. Yes. It's like, I don't know what it is, but yeah, whatever it is I'm in. And so we were kind of thinking about it, not, not, not really knowing where it was going. And in the meantime, I, I decided to make some changes to my confident athlete program to make it a membership site that it was somewhere that people could come. We could have the core material, plus 
being able to constantly add new and updated stuff for all the members. And as I started to think about it, well, one of the things I got thinking about was, you know, most of the things I teach the athletes that I work with, I learned from Tammy. And so I, I was sitting there one day and I was just like, yeah, I want to do this, but I want to do it with Tammy. And so I sent her an email and I just said, Hey, do you want to jump on a call sometime? I just had one of those epiphany moments where I had a real aha. I want to talk to you about, um, and yeah, so that's what I was excited about to talk to Tammy, to see if it would be something that she'd be interested in doing with me rather than just creating this, um, membership area on my own. And, and yeah, it's turned out perfect. Um, I, we've been able to join together and create this membership site where we have kind of our, our success path, which is the core training, but also every single month being able to add new updated content and just really creating a place to help athletes really develop into their maximum potential. So who, who is this, this course geared towards the confident athlete? Let's bring up what it looks like here. The, the logo for it on, on our screen. Uh, for those who are listening, you're just going to have to go to the YouTube channel and watch it. So who who is this Who is this really geared for? Do you want to talk on that, Tammy? Yeah, I would say any athlete, but just some of my, our main focus in our jobs, probably the majority of athletes that we work with are your high school, college age. Um, but, you know, I, I've had a mother look at it and she was like, oh, wow, well, this could help me with my confidence and I'm not even an athlete. Um, so the easy answer is everyone, um, but most importantly, you know, the junior high, the high school, college athlete. So I That's, see in the title, I think that, oh, go ahead, Jeff. I'm sorry. I, I was just, it's interesting what Tammy just said, because I actually had a similar conversation this past week is a mother was talking to me about it for her son. And as we talked more about it, she said, well, yeah, I absolutely want my son in here, but my daughter that's not an athlete, can she join it as well? Because it's something I've always believed in. There's so many things that we teach and learn as athletes that are just life skills that, you know, a lot of the things that I have in my life today are from the things I learned from my coaches growing up. Yeah. I think you just hit on a point that there's, there are skills, there are leadership principles, there are uh, mindset principles that athletes sometimes are privy to because coaches are pouring into them in order to, to be successful in, in whatever sport. But those who don't go through that kind of track during high school or college, they can benefit just as much going forward. So I'm, I'm glad you, you pointed that out and stuff. All right. The confident athlete got it in the name. Why is this needed now? Why do we need a class like that? Hey, didn't have this back in the eighties when I was in the early nineties when I was running around. So why is it needed now? Well, I'll jump in, Jeff, and, and you tag along if you want. Um, I, I've seen what confidence has done in, in my life. You know, when I was in high school and even somewhat in college, I was on that roller coaster of confidence is what I call it. You know, I had a good game or did well on a test and I was at the top. Whoops, I missed a shot or had a bad test down, up and down, up and down. And I had pretty good success, but it was it was exhausting mentally. And I know what it held me back from being able to do and achieve. And to me, confidence is the foundation of any success. 
I don't care if that's in the classroom, relationships, um, obviously athletics, since that's the main realm that we're in. But when you have confidence, and, and it's more than just the confidence in this program as well, but when you have confidence, you set yourself up to be able to handle whatever's thrown your way. That doesn't always mean you're going to win or have the result you want, but you know you're going to be okay even if you don't get the result you want. And it allows you to show up again the next day at your best self. Hmm. You know, there, there's been a lot of times, you know, growing up through high school sports and all those things. After high school, I, I rodeoed professionally for a number of years. Plus, I've coached basketball for 20-something years. And there's been a lot of times that I've looked at it. Because when I rodeoed, I really started to work on my mental strength and started to understand the impact that had in my performance. And it was something that I always thought, you know, if I would have had these skills or even known about these skills as a younger athlete, it would have really helped me out. You know, the simple things that, you know, Tammy teaches in her book, the talk, the talk, walk, the walk, all of those things. And, you know, the, the more professional athletes and world champions and stuff that I've got to know, these are the things they've implemented into their lives that have got them to that next level. Hmm. Have what kind of success have y'all seen with the program already, or maybe even elements of it before you guys put it together? Go ahead, Tammy. Okay. Um, well, we're just now getting members since we just released it this past week. Um, but what I have enjoyed was all of these webinars, our, our Zooms, podcasts, um, you know, that Jeff has included from his collection. Um, so my success story is I'm getting a lot more content than I even had. So it's growing myself as a mental game coach. You know, it's, it's really been interesting, you know, even taking the things that we've taught and what we've been learning and putting them into one place. But just watching athletes as they start to implement these things and understand these things at the younger ages and whatnot that I wish I would have has been, mm -hmm. it's been really re rewarding, you know, talking to athletes that have, you know, even just the fact that they start recognizing their self-talk and the impact that has on their confidence, body language, all of those sort of things. And even from that point, working with athletes that have, gone to that next level that are in college or, you know, I've, I've worked with other professional cowboys and stuff and realizing how all these things are impacting their performance and how small changes and starting to implement these success habits can really have a positive impact for them. This is a, this is a problem that I've seen a lot with youth and how, how, lacking confidence and it, it and struggling with their identity and self-image is really you know could impact them <clears throat> from a personal standpoint you know when you when we first met and you guys were on the show uh my son was graduating high school he was right at the end of his his high school career and the thing that went through my mind with both of the interviews with you guys is i wish i had known you guys three years ago i wish i had known you guys four years ago before he had gotten because um, I think I, I relate this story to you guys either online or offline. You know, he he was a, a year-round baseball player and was doing extremely successful. Whatever school he'd went to, he'd, he'd, you know, been one of the leaders of the teams and just constantly asked to do things. He hurt his uh, – got gamekeeper's thumb, 
And for, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's really hyperextending your thumb. You know, it's kind of being pulled back. So you got gamekeeper's thumb and was cut. It was right before the, the tryouts. And so he was cut because they said, you're not going to be ready from the team. And it totally affected everything about him for the next three or four months. Because then he had a tryout for a travel team that extended an invitation for him to come, a, a higher level travel team that was regional that he was feeling that we felt confident. Dad felt confident. I went to it and I was like, oh, he'll blow this out of the water. He's healed. Okay, yeah, he's not going to be playing there at high school because of that, but he'll be all right. Um, the guy who was standing out there on the field was not was not the same kid it was before. So from a personal standpoint, I see the value of this because it, it affected not only his ability to play, but his ability to to really be confident in school, be confident in you know, building that positive self-image, helping to project himself. His relationships, I think, suffered. I think his purpose and, and his, his future goals, all those types of things suffered. Would you agree you see that at, at, when it happens with this mindset problem? Oh, definitely. I, I think confidence is contagious and lack of it is as well. And it seems to trickle into all areas of your life. You know, and one of the things that Tammy teaches in her book that I love is dealing with adversity because whatever level it's on, whether it's something like that, an injury or something, and we'll have to plug Tammy's upcoming project when we talk about that, but whether it's an injury or you know, every sport throughout the game, you're having adversity strike you. You know, if it's basketball, mm -hmm. it's missing a shot, whatever it is. And, you know, you look at different athletes and how do they deal with that? You know, do they mess up and then hang their head and they just messed up on defense too because they were pouting about what they just did at the other end. And really those are some of the things that we're trying to help them to become stronger and, and deal with. You know, I, I, I see, too, you know, I'm sitting here thinking back always through his uh, trial experience over time. And I, I noticed that that my son always, when he was trying out for sports from middle school on, that his tryouts were always so subdued. It was like he was afraid of failing so much in the tryouts that he was subdued. So on a lot of the teams, he admittedly was probably the last one picked. Okay, we see potential there. We'll bring him on because we got space. But then by the end of the season, you know, he's at the top. And, it, and I think it's only through – so how how could I have as a parent helped him on the front end? Because I think that's held him back. I, I think the first thing to start with, and Jeff has already referenced it several times, is self-talk. And in his mind, he's focused on the failure where, you know, failure are – success or leading your, giving yourself six, potential for success are in the same realm. It's just you're deciding to focus on what if I fail instead of what if I succeed. And so one of the simple exercises that, that I like to teach is start talking to yourself about what you do want to happen versus what you don't want to happen. And then that just changes the focus in your brain. Uh, we can't have two thoughts at one time. So it's learning to program our brain with a better way of thinking. Yeah, it's easy to say, but how practically do we get a 13-year-old to do that? 
It, it is easy. <laughs> it, it, it's I mean, easy to sit here in this chair. You're right. It's <laughs> easy for those of us who have been through that and can look back and say, oh, yeah. I'd have been saying yeah. it. But how do, how do I practically get a 12 and 13-year-old who well, one thing is a rubber band, Chris. <laughs> so just getting them to recognize and popping themselves, you know, every time and trying to replace. Um, you know, I, I do an exercise with athletes also at the end of the day to reframe the thoughts, kind of process through the day. What are some thoughts you had that didn't help you? And now let's reframe it and write it down. When you write it down, it tends to stick a little bit better. And then read it the next day to now put it on your brain. So you are right. You do have to do some activities to try to keep reinforcing it. Um, just me sitting here saying it or daddy saying it, you're right. It's not going to stick. Yeah. You know, and so much of it is like, like Tammy said, what we focus on. And so one of the exercises I did with a team, a junior high team that I was helping my daughter coach was one of Tammy's exercises where after every game, after every practice, we would have them talk about five things that they did well, focus on those five things. And then one thing that they could have, they, they could work on. And rather than just finishing that game, whether it's a win or a loss, and just focusing on, oh, I messed up on this. I did this wrong. No, let's talk about those five things that you did well. And then what's the one thing that, that we could put some more focus and effort on fixing? So that's a team activity. The team focuses on five things. In, no, we did, in individuals. Ooh. Yeah. We had every one of them have their own journal that they would write those things out in for themselves in the journal. Ooh. I'm, I'm not actively coaching right now, but my wife's actually coaching a middle school cheerleading team, a cheerleading squad, which competes. They do compete at, at sometime in February, I believe. So I was just thinking when you were saying that, I was thinking, how can she implement this uh, type of activities in there? But so, you know, James, that's, oh, I'm sorry, but just to add really quick, and, you know, this isn't really my space, but that's great for entrepreneurs as well. Um, I'm, I know in my job at the end of the day, I don't always write it down, but I try to think, okay, these are the things I did do well tomorrow. I want to do this better. So I'm, I'm, I'm applying that in my job. So it's something, it's an easy exercise that we all can use. Hmm. Even relationship wise, what are five things you did well in your relationship? One thing you need to improve on. They see now you got me thinking how this not only works with athletes and students as well, but how this is a foundational class to help them transition into an entrepreneurship type world mindset. Would you uh, go for it? Go, take that one and go with it, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, there, there is. And I, I like that Tammy brought that in because like I said, I worked with entrepreneurs as well. And that's something that we just talk so much about is, you know, what you focus on, that's where your energy is going to flow. And that's where you're going to be able to, have the most success is when you can have that positive focus and directing that in the right, in the right direction, because especially, you know, as athletes start to separate themselves, they're kind of getting a little better than their peers and they're starting to stand out. They're hard on themselves. And, you know, when they start getting harder on themselves and having higher expectations of themselves, their focus is very easily shifted to, everything they're doing wrong. And one of the things I love to talk to athletes about is, you know, think about why you started to play. You know, you don't 
you don't start, I didn't start playing basketball at a young age because I wanted to go to the NBA. No, is actually, I probably did it because I wanted to be like my brother. <laughs> but the reality is I was having fun, right? But you start getting at these upper levels and I say, okay, who are you playing for? Are you playing for yourself or are you playing for your mom or your dad or your coach? Because you've got to bring that fun back into it. I remember when my, there was one time that my daughter, when we were still living in Canada, she was playing on our Alberta team plus two club teams. And just by chance, there was a week that she was just overwhelmed with practices. And I picked her up one night after her second team practice. And, you know, you're getting to that point thinking, you know, is it too much? And she got in the truck and kind of oh, sat down like that. And she said, sometimes I forget how much I love this. And, you know, that was just like, oh, thank goodness. She's having fun. And I really think that when, when they're still having fun and they can focus on that part of it, they can really focus on developing into better athletes. Mm. There's so many things going through my mind. Very first thing, and I don't want to lose it beforehand, is do you guys know of any study that examines entrepreneurs and seeing what percentage of them were maybe college athletes on some level or another? Because I, I was just thinking of the people that I know that are successful entrepreneurs. Either they work some aspect or not. They were competitive in something, whether it's in high school or college, at, at an intense level. Not that they were just on a team, but they were competitive about it. Is there any studies that you guys are aware of? If not, we need to find some university to do it. I could make one up really quick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know that answer, but it is a reality. I mean, even mm -hmm. we were talking about one of your previous guests, Maddie, a while ago. And that event that Maddie and I were at, um, Russell Brunson, who is an extremely successful entrepreneur, had an opportunity to bring a bunch of youth on stage with him and asking questions. And one of the things I remember him answering because he wrestled at the collegiate level and he talked about the things that sports have helped him in becoming a better um, entrepreneur was that it taught him to deal with failure. You know, as athletes, mm -hmm. we're, we're failing all the time right and we've got to learn how to bounce back and we got to learn how to deal with that and grow and he said as an athlete that was one of the things that has really helped him to become a better entrepreneur and you know james back to your question about studies i know i've seen social media posts from the nca about number of nca athletes that have gone on to start their own business or so I, I think there are some numbers floating out there. I just don't know that off the top of my head. I wonder if that's from the context of, hey, look how successful we do in this, or if this from the from the other side saying, hey, entrepreneurs learn these set, certain set of skills and certain set of um, disciplines and stuff as athletes. That would be very interesting to to reach out and see if there's something. Somebody somebody's dissertation had to be done on this. Uh, somewhere in time so on this all right so we've given some value points to, to the people who are listening about why they should uh, look into the confident athlete program the value obviously of increasing their uh, their their confidence in their young athlete their young student and in themselves as a period and how that can relate to future success and other things so if they were to go and 
to your site and if they were to go and, and start you know going into the process what are the components tell us about you know what are they going to experience in this program jeff well, i'll the, let you think go ahead you bet the the first part is what we call the success path and i think it's one of the most important parts and it's where we want everyone to start and what it is is it's a place for them to start and you know the first couple modules i take them through some processes on basic goal setting and how to future pace and set those goals but more importantly understand your why behind each one of those goals and really figure that out and have a real purpose behind them and then we get into um a lot of the things that we've we've been talking about the talk the talk walk the walk preparation all of those things and so we've really created that main foundation that we call our success path that if you did nothing else but follow those things, it's going to help you really create a direction and start to learn how to develop more confidence. And then in addition to that, we've got, we've got a lot of different areas. One, we've got what we call the experts area where I've brought in different um, professional athletes, world champions, um, coaches, and just had the interviews and where people can learn from them. Um, and then there's some just quick clips from like Anthony trucks. Um, he has an amazing story of, he didn't even start playing football until he was 13 and then he made it to the NFL. And so he does a quick story about how he started at 13 and he was really a terrible football player and the work he says, I did the work in the dark so I could shine in the light. And he talks about what that took. Um, and then I guess kind of along with the foundational work of the program is every month we have a new masterclass teaching on some of the main fundamentals of how to become more of a confident athlete and developing your mental strength. And then we have a monthly personal development class for exactly what we've been talking about, because so much that we learn goes beyond athletics, but it's things that we can put into our sport that are going to help us, but it's going to help us throughout our entire life. And so, so am I getting this right? You have core videos that they can access once they sign up, but you also have monthly updates, monthly content that comes in that's, exactly. that's new and exciting. And Yep, exactly. We And that's one of the things that we really want to focus on is making sure that every single month we're adding valuable new content for, for athletes, coaches. And, you know, as, as a coach, these are all things that as – as I've learned them, obviously I was sharing them with my athletes. And so that's what we're hoping to do as well is having things that are helping athletes, but also helping coaches become better coaches. Mm. I was writing all this stuff down. We do have a, a resource page too, for other resources such as recruiting area. Um, you know, I think the thought process, nutrition, other different areas to come as well. Oh, wow. So it's going to be a more than just mindset that you're going to go into practical aspects of, of an athlete's journey as well. And, and we're not providing that since we're not the experts, <laughs> but bringing in those that, you know, that we know through our journeys that have that, that expertise. Oh, wow. So how would coach, do you think this is a good valuable resource, like for a coach to, to you know, to, to invest in themselves? What would be the benefit for an adult? You know, Hey, I'm, I'm coaching JV football at uh, Poduck High School in the middle of nowhere, you know, and we're a 1A school. I got, you know, 
two boys who know how to play football and 18 who never even seen a football before. Is this going to be good for me? So Definitely. It gives you a foundation to help your team. Absolutely. And you know, one of the things, like I I've said it a number of times on here, a lot of the things that I've taught my athletes, whether it's through my programs or as a coach are things I've learned from Tammy. And that's, you know, as a coach, you learn it somewhere, right? And we're trying to provide valuable information that coaches can take and teach their teams. They can, they, I'm fine if they go tell their team that they thought it up and it was all their <laughs> philosophy, but the whole idea is, can they, can they take it and help implement it in their team and help their athletes? Well, you know how that goes when you repeat something. Uh, Mr. Ziegler said that the first time that you quote somebody, you say, oh, well, as Tammy Finney used to say, and the second time is, as someone I once heard said, and then the third time you say, as I've always said. Yeah. So by the time you say it the third time round, it's yours. So, exactly. That is so true. After that point in time, remember, there's some quotes <laughs> online that are attributed. We're getting off on target tangent here, but <laughs> quotes online that are attributed to Mr. Ziegler that his son and daughters are like, Dad never said that. Dad never <laughs> said that. That's not one of his quotes. There's videos of him, you know, saying as Joe Sabata said, you know, yeah, let's see, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. You know, that's Joe Sabata. But nobody knows who that is, but it's now attributed all online to Mr. Ziegler. Um, he said, like, Dad never said that. But kind of over time in a morph, so. Yeah. Into going through it. So where can they find this information at? Where, how can they connect with you guys to find out about this? And um, how can parents get involved with it? Is there, is there like uh, the online webinar you got on it that they can see some resources on? How are they going to find out about this? Absolutely. Yeah, they can go to confidentathleteprogram.com slash membership. And on there, that's basically where you can go to sign up. But we have a lot of the information on there. Um, where they can kind of learn about what the modules are and what's in them. And that's something that I've been learning over the last uh, week or so is what do I need to add to that site so that athletes and parents and coaches are getting a, more of a clear understanding of what is involved in this. So I have been kind of trying to update that, but it really does give an outline of what's involved there. So it's confidentathleteprogram.com slash membership. So it's this, let's see here, the confidentathlete.com membership. Let me see if I can find out why they're, if they can connect with you guys online as well or? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Are we listed on that, Jeff, or do we need to give you our emails? Well, that, we, my email is tammylmathini at gmail.com. And I would love for anybody to reach out with questions and, uh, give me an opportunity to tell you more about it. And I know Jeff is eager to do that as well. Yeah. My, my email is um, Jeff at Jeff Hagee.com. Is that right? Right. Correct there. What I just put up on the board. Yep. Yep. That is right. All right. For those of you who are watching, you're seeing it live. Uh, for those of you who are listening, it will be in the show notes as edit, as it's going forward on this. Um, so that you guys can, can connect with it what's going forward. So I, I just really feel there's a great value in, in pouring in to young people. Um, and I've raised two, what I consider two athletes. My daughter was an all American swimmer in high school 
and my son is, as I've told his story, of course, now all this stuff happened too during the COVID year. So uh, it was 2020 when he had the gamekeeper. Uh, the baseball thing happened in, no, I'm sorry, it was 2019 when that happened. But the positive thing is, so he didn't want to go home. So I'm going to tell the rest of the story. You could you can give some application to how your program is works with this. He didn't want to go home in the afternoon. Just couldn't get used to, you know, coming home straight after school. That You know, athletes just, they don't want to go home. They want to be on the field. So he decided to, to see if there was an opportunity for him to join the track team. They had already had tryouts and stuff. And, and so the head, head coach said, sure, come on. We've always got room for one more. And so he ended up running the 100 and the 200 at, at school. About halfway through the season, the coach came over to him, and who was the who was the DC for the football team, defensive coordinator for the football team, and said, "Why aren't you playing football for us?" He said, "Well, I've always played baseball year round." He says, "Well, I want you to come to spring practices. Uh, they start up next week. You know, you know, the uh, track is over with, uh, except for the, you know, the, the guys that are going on the state." He said, "You know, you, you come join us on the football team." So he came and he joined the football team and was really thriving in that environment and was really looking forward to an amazing senior year. And of course the spring of his junior year, the world flipped upside down uh, with the pandemic and, and it kind of threw him off, but it did re-energize him and, and someone believing in him on, on that aspect of giving him that confidence there. So um, I feel like there's a core component of not only pouring into them the skills, but having that person that believes in them. So in a way, you're their virtual coaches by believing in them with this program. Am I is my assessment pretty correct on that? You got it. I I would definitely say that. And I that is such an important part. In fact, in if you go into the expert sections in our program, one of the interviews I did was with my nephew. Tanner McLaughlin, who's the tight end at University of Arizona right now. And that's what we talk about is what we call what he talked about, the willingness to bet on himself and having that belief in what he could do. And I really think a coach, a parent, all of those mm -hmm. things play such an instrumental role in that self-belief. And that's really what we're trying to do is help that belief get to the point where they're really able to reach their full potential. Yeah, I'm seeing an opportunity for future classes that are dealt just for the parent, you know, the, and for, or and or for the coach because okay. God bless the coaches they they want to do this, they want to pour into them, but sometimes there's just not enough bandwidth for them to be able to do this, especially at a, you know, a varsity level in high school which can be, you know, they really don't have the time a lot of times to pour into it like they should. So, And they often don't have the foundation. You know, maybe their coach that they played for wasn't the most confident or mm -hmm. infusing that confidence. And they're only coaching as they know. Um, so a lot of times when I first start working with coaches, they're like, I, I didn't realize I could do better or be better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't we know what you don't know. Yeah. We interviewed uh, uh, Coach Nathan Hearn, who is one of the coaches that was part of uh, the football team from Texas that the Friday Night Lights uh, book and movie was based on. He was on the staff then. And when we got through there, we had a great time, and we got through there, and we were talking offline. He says, you know who you really need to do is 
is uh, he started telling me about his players. I said, former players and how successful they had been in life. You know, one is a professional player, you know, just gave me a couple of samples. I said, well, let's reach out to him. So I had two of them on the show together, two former players that were actually on the team that the movie was based on. And they talked about how much believing in them. One of them came into uh, that school, Permanent Odessa, as a 125-pound uh, freshman who wanted to be a center, a center for a 5A Texas football team. Center, 125 pounds. He left, and he did. He when he graduated, he was all state center and only weighed 160 pounds. He hadn't gained that much more. But he talked about how it was belief in him that done that. And the other one talked about quite a bit. He he actually ended up playing some pro ball as a full, fullback. Played it, I think it was Baylor, and then was drafted. Um, and how the coaches motivating him and holding him accountable had really set his life on the right thing. So I don't think we can underestimate, you know, the the value of not only teaching an athlete to be confident, but coaches to be confident as well. So. You know, John Gordon has a great quote. At least it's contributed to him. I don't know if it's been passed down to him like Ziegler. Um, but he says the four most powerful words you can tell someone is, I believe in you. So and as Tim really said, the four most powerful words are, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> so that's now going to be a, on a poster now attributed to you. So <laughs> as we're going forward on that. Exactly. <laughs> So, guys, thank you for, for joining us again on this. I'm excited about your program. I'm excited to be able to help share this with, with athletes. I'd, I'd love for our episode to be able to get in the hands of, of parents who want to hear about this. Um, I think there's a lot, of oppor- a, a lot of parents that are searching for that. They're going to be in the same boat that I was in. I wish I had known this three years ago. So let's get it in their hands quicker rather than later um, that, so that they can realize that because – Parents don't know how to do it very well, and coaches sometimes know how to do it very well, but they just don't have the bandwidth to do it very well. It's not that they don't have a desire and passion. It's just there's so much poured on them in in schools that they just don't have the time to spend with those individuals. So a lot of times it's those young people who have been fortunate to have somebody pour into them in this way or are just wired with that swagger mindset you know, that, that some kids have or some kids seem to have um, that, that, that end up uh, excelling, excelling when some others could come along. So thanks guys for this program. I, I think it's of a highly value. I'm glad you two guys are doing it. Yeah, no, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to team up with Tammy on this. And I really think it's going to have a huge impact on a lot of kids. So thanks for having us on. Yeah. Well, definitely. Good to thanks have you. for having us. It's good to have you guys back on. And I know that there's going to be lots of things that we're going to be working on today. I've got some ideas already in the back of my head that I want to share some with you guys in the future as well. So thank you guys again for being with us. And and thank you, audience, for sticking with us. Now, someone you know needs to hear this podcast. Someone you know needs to learn about this program. So please like and share and comment on this. And we'll see everybody again on another episode of the show. Thank you for joining us on the Gen Z Show and being a part of our community. Please subscribe to our channels on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app. Follow us, too, on Instagram and Facebook to get weekly updates. Until our next show, 
Have a blessed day.